Welcome to another fun-filled edition of Basketball Matters. What am I talking about? Hold on. Black <laughs> Opinions Matter, motherfucker. That's the show I'm doing. Basketball Matters sounds like a show I do with Jaleel White. My name is Amino Hassan. That's Big Jerv. That's Black Trey. Got a great show for you today. We got the season finale of Snowfall and shit hits the fan. We got to definitely get into that. Also, we uh, started watching the Magic documentary. I had no idea it was a four-parter, so we're going to do episodes one and two today. Next week, we'll do episodes three and four. There's uh, the Pusha T album came out this week, and Variety Magazine had some things to say about it. We've got some things to say about Variety Magazine. But first, before we get started, patreon.com slash things. Make sure you're signed up. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure your moocher friends are subscribed. Don't let them mooch off of you. Tell them get your own. So you get all the good content. Like, of course, the Overflow episodes where we review Winning Time and Atlanta. Like the watch-alongs. We had watch-along for the for the playoff game for the Timberwolves and Grizzlies the other day. Me, Trey, and uh, and Tom Havis were a lot of fun. We will watch the games. You chop it up with us. You can ask questions or make jokes. We did the whole thing. We bet on the game. We did everything. So you definitely don't want to miss those watch-alongs. We also have the watch-alongs for the movies. Me, Zach Harper, Anthony Mays, the re-Washingtons. I don't have to say the name of the show it's based on, but you know what we're doing here. We're watching movies, and then we're we're doing it live, and you guys can make the jokes with you too. So patreon.com slash count the things. Make sure you are tapped in for that. Guys, let's start with Black Trey who went on a quest to find a home away from New York. And this L.A. boy decided no place like New York City. Go ahead, Trey, say it. Say it. I want to hear the words. <laughs> it's no place like New York. There you go. I mean, uh, I, I, look at Jerv. I know. <laughs> Jerv, I can't. Listen, I've been. This is day 35 on the road. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I am currently in Arizona. And I can't wait to get back to New York. <laughs> I cannot wait. Yeah, Jeremy, I've been wait. in, I've been in Chicago. I've been in Austin. I'm now currently in Arizona, and I cannot wait to land in JFK. Doesn't compare <laughs> to any, none of these places. Compare. Hear that, Jerm? Nothing. Nothing. And I've been back to LA. I love. Listen, back I love. LA. I love Southern California, but. Everybody moving too slow. Everybody waking up too late. Oh man, you want here we go. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't care about the beach that much. I don't care about the pool. It's it's nothing, bro. Listen, I'm getting all the flavors. I'm getting everything I potentially need for my life in New York mm-hmm. City. On simple. foot, my my you, on foot. On foot, too, by the way. Yes. I do not mind paying the fee to get on the train. <laughs> Yeah. That, that Jerv? It's a real That's city disgusting. right there. That's fucking disgusting. I, I hate I hate to let you down. Jeff, what does Philly out. have? Or like sell me on Philly. <laughs> sell me on like yo, you should sell Trey on Philly. Hey, you should try Philly. Maybe Trey should Uh-oh. go to Philly. Go ahead and sell it. Okay. I mean, by by all means. Uh you like you like trying different types of restaurants and stuff like that. We have all kinds of shits here. We have amazing restaurants. And the, the way that Philly's doing right now. Mm-hmm. All these new little popping areas are popping up. So it's like different culture type things are coming to different things. So it's basically everything you can get 
in New York to a degree. I'm not going to say it's every, you know, not all the stuff to a degree that you can expect a city to be able to give you that another city has, but you can't, there's nothing like the, you know, the original place. Like if you want a taco, you go get tacos from, you know, you know, wherever your spot is in LA and in New York, if you like hustle and bustle, but if you just wanted, you know, a little less, we cool. We, we got everything you need, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? New York's, I mean, it's just, it's just too much. Like why? Listen, for all our for, for all for all of our <laughs> listeners, if you want to sell me on your city, tweet us. Tell me how great your city is, and I'll come visit and potentially it gets specific. Oh, by the way. We, we got we got art stuff too. Like I look, hold, you know, hold up, Trey. I apologize, bro. I just had to remember you are a gentleman that likes the finer things in life. We have all the arts and culture that you could possibly imagine. You can go see the history of this country as it was told to us right here in the city of Philadelphia. You can choose to believe it if you want, but as it was told to us, it is all right here, bro. It doesn't get more culture than that, and the sports teams are popping. What? Sports teams are popping. What sports teams? Compared to New York, we're popping. Wow. That's a good point. No, That's a good point. Got, That's a good point. I like there. that. I like that case. You got me there. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I would never, I would never change up any fandom. <laughs> you know, be like, that's not, that's not the case. That's not the case in my life right now. You can move to Austin, become a <laughs> University of Texas fan. Just be burnt orange, everything. Hook them horns. <laughs> Trey and Matthew McConaughey just chilling. <laughs> Vince Young and shit. Yo, uh, so all right, well, tra- well, stay tuned again. Give us your suggestions or to Trey about uh, what he should try or why your city is worthy of Trey's attention. But I'm gonna tell you something that's not worthy of attention. It's this uh, Variety magazine recap, emphasis on cap. For the Pusha T album. This shit is might be one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. And it is like one of the greatest examples of the whites just being next level tone deaf. Like just knowing. First of all, knowing who you have to be your critics that review things, right? But then, on top of that, knowing, like, do they even know what they're talking about? Pusha T, this is the name of the article, Variety Magazine. Pusha T's, uh, it's almost dry, again, makes the case that things go better with Coke. Album review. A tiredly single-minded focus on cocaine and its trappings. Handicaps a sometimes musically worthwhile collaboration with producers Kanye West and Pharrell Williams. And the article goes on to say that where is the line I'm looking for? The minivan dad. They want maturity in the raps. <laughs> I'm so disgusted at this review, by the way. Hold on, I got I gotta find where is it? Bro, oh, here we go. 
While sonically much more cohesive. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Now 44, the former Eclipse rapper had been dropping albums for over 20 years, but the content rarely wavers and typically centers around drug dealing and cocaine. And it's almost dry as no break from form. While sonically much more cohesive than its chaotic predecessor, Pusha fails to push himself into new territories, making the entire album feel safe rather than an attempt at growth. It's a disappointing conclusion considering the married father presumably has so much more hard-earned wisdom to offer his fans. Like, what the entire fuck did this woman think she was writing? It, as many people pointed out, it's like going to a steakhouse and saying, how's the tacos here? Like, you ain't going to try a, a little vegan options perhaps? Like, no, it's a steakhouse. You get steak here. And just like the, the again, who got, who got this assignment? Did anyone vet their ability? Did anyone listen to what they had to say? Did anyone like have a discussion? Like, I don't know if this is the way you want to go. And you know how I know none of that shit happened, guys? Because when they found out who wrote this assignment and posted her Twitter at and her picture, you know what happened? She fucking deleted her whole account, man. Just got ran up off that motherfucker. <laughs> Just By the way, never let look. anybody never let anybody run you off an account. Never. If you like, if you feel like that, if you feel like that for real, just log right? out. Just log I out. I felt for real. Yeah, I felt for real that the Bucks weren't gonna win a game in the finals. Felt that shit for real. Said it on wax. Tweeted it. Everything. The shit went wrong. They won four games in a row. They won a championship. <laughs> <laughs> Did I delete my Twitter and Instagram? Fuck no. I flew to Milwaukee and sat in a dunk tank for four hours. That's the, like, if you are a critic, if you don't have that sort of energy, then you're in the wrong business, man. I'll tell you right now. Yeah. The same for you. At worst, at worst, you do what Trey said. You log off. Just take a but, few days off. But now they got even stuff like all these, like, certain aids to help you. Right, mute this conversation, leave this conversation, mute the words. Can't you just not check your mentions? No, but they even have auto block now. So if you say anything crazy, you get blocked. Oh, wow. If you say anything crazy, you get auto blocked. It's an auto block now set up to protect users on this platform. But like Amin said, if you're going to dish it, be ready to take it. And now you got this journalist. I don't know what she's covered in the past. I don't know what made her raise her hand to get this assignment. I don't know where she felt she could grow tiresome of Coke wraps. This is a conversation where you're not welcomed. <laughs> but, 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 but no, like, it's also, one thing to critique music, but it's like you see the trend, first of all, every year. Before this nigga dropped the album, he ain't dropped the album in like two years, right? Maybe three. Because mm -hmm. COVID years are weird and I can't keep track of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but shit became a trend where a nigga put out a tweet and said, I'll never get tired of Pusha T raps as many as he raps about Coke. That alone should tell you how people feel about him as an artist, the content that he puts out. No one is ever saying, Oh, 
you know what? I'm getting real tired of that. Music is so, we have so many options of different, and imagine if all rap was about cocaine. I would understand this. But we have so many right. different styles of rap that you could pick from, where you could be like, all right, you know, I want the conscious. Right. I'm going to go Talib Kali. Oh, I want bars, but then I also want conscious. I'm going to go J. Cole. Oh, I want some 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 lavish shit. I'm going to go Rick Ross. You can go like the, the, and pick what you want. Hold on. This is what I don't like. Does she does she listen to like does she ever listen to um like Logic or Chance the Rapper? <sighs> I wish they rapped about Coke more. <laughs> like, it's the same thing. It's like, whoa, you know, okay, I get it. You guys have feelings and shit, but what uh, you know, Chance, I know you love your wife and shit, but what about selling cocaine and drug dealing? Don't you ever do that either? Like it, it's like what Trey's saying is like you sometimes I'm in the mood for steak, I go to a steakhouse. Sometimes I want Mexican. Go to a, a Mexican restaurant, right? Tacos at a Mexican restaurant. Sometimes I want some good spaghetti. I go to a, an Italian restaurant. The idea that you would walk into an establishment and demand, oh, he's serving this shit again. And not because it's not good or not well done. Like, oh, I know your steak is very excellent. But can I have some vegan options? No, to get a vegan restaurant on that day. Hey, she treated that shit like it was like your parents cooking like... They her, you know, your mom got that special signature bill, and you like chicken. again the big, the big again, chicken man. again, nigga. And make sure you save your daddy the big piece. <laughs> when when you listen to Pusha T, you know exactly what you getting. You getting cocaine rap at its absolute finest, and I do not want to hear this man talk about anything else. In fact, my he first was. review, when, yo, when I my first review, I hit Trey and was like, yo. It's kind of weird to me because it had a little bit of different sound and I was a little nervous, right? Like I was like, hold on, is he about to is he about to do the maturization of a flow? Like, no, I don't I don't want that. I want to hear about how you have snow fights. I want to hear how they have to weigh it with a scale. I want to hear it how Poppy now has to call you. Like, I want to hear all that. I want to hear all the embellishments. I do not want to hear about how oh you had to go to a parent-teacher conference at five and Dog. you gotta make that. Like, 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 bro, you. Go ahead. No, you, you know, Jerry, you know what it made me think about? It made me think about how Hove put out black album and it's like, oh, this is great. And like, this is it, he's retiring. And then he's like, I'm not retired. I'm coming back. And he comes back with Kingdom Come. And that shit was trash. And then he came out with Blueprint 3. And that shit, in retrospect, in, yeah, at best question, in retrospect, that shit was kind of trash, too. Mid. And then and then he came out with American Gangster. Because like those things were like, I've grown, and Beach Chair, and all these, and A Star is Born, and like, look at Hope growing, right? And then he came out with American Gangster. He's like, wouldn't it be fun if I just had an album rapping about Coke again? And it was like, oh my god, that nigga so good. It was so great. American Gangster was so great. And it's just like, you know what, man? I kind of wish you didn't grow up. I kinda, and I also said, and that was kind of about that's kind of led to like my trolling on the internet, in which I was trolling Jerv the whole time, but then I didn't know that I pissed off all of Brooklyn. I pissed off Naima. I pissed off all of what? Twitter. The 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 future best rapper of live. Uh, post oh, by, yeah. by Elliot Wilson. Oh, by Elliot Wilson, the, the, the legend. So Elliot I posted. Wilson. I posted taking a like a jab at Jerv. Jerv mm -hmm. didn't like really bite it, so it was kind of crazy because everybody on Twitter bit it, and I'm getting <laughs> hooked. But I don't even know because I <laughs> muted the conversation. I did it on purpose. I just wanted Jerv but, to see. But let me. <laughs> but ask I was you a basically saying that. no women have ever requested Jay Z 
in the past yeah. five years. In the past five years. I've well, never been on the this spot, and they say, hey, man, play Marcy Me. <laughs> but but here, here's a question. Like first of all, before we like even argue whether Elliot Wilson is right or not, what does the greatest rapper alive mean to y'all? Because to me, it means nothing. Yeah, well, yes, thank you. <laughs> it means nothing. Thank that nigga right. listen, first of all, that title changes every couple weeks. Because it because it does it what it really that's what I was gonna say. What it really means, what they really mean is the best active rapper, right? The idea that if you're active, that's Jay-Z's all it active. is. He's that's inactive. All it is. What are we talking it's, about at this? It's moment? like if you. If you well, it's still, like, there's still like 13 people that sh- that I would say humbly should be even remotely thought of. Name, if you're saying best name. rapper alive. But name okay. him. Name him. J. Name J. Him. J. Cole's the best rapper alive. Okay. I'm not. But I'm, that's okay. arguably. Okay. I'm not okay. fighting okay. that because you can Kendrick, say that. Kendrick yeah, Lamar is the best rapper alive. Drake. Drake uh-huh. can be Drake, like Drake. Uh-huh. Pusha T's better than dude. Uh, uh, Richard T is definitely not getting played. That don't. He's definitely not getting. <laughs> no, played no, 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 no. I'm not saying. I'm no. not saying he asking going. for. This is a different conversation, no, no, I know, though. I know. I know. Um, I, that was just a side comment. That was a side comment. Excuse me. Keep hold going. on. Um, I mean, not Nas still is putting out like amazing albums. Nas is better yeah. than dude. Styles P puts out really good projects. He's better than dude. Jada Kiss is better than dude. Um, what Jada's last who, album? Uh, I, I don't know. Alright, fine. Jada's not active. Fine. Jada's not no, active. No, no. Yeah, but shouts to Jada. Jada could come in and do a give you a fire. Sure. He's been giving but great Trey, features. but Trey, Trey. But what I'm saying, I'm not saying these niggas can't rap no more. Whatever. I'm just saying when people say best rapper alive, what they really mean is who's still in the game. Still in the game. So Jay Z doesn't count. Jada Kiss doesn't count. count. He don't. Count. You know, Fifty doesn't count. Like they're not in it. They're doing other things with their lives. Nas oh. Nas counts because Nas is steady he's putting out content. He's, he's still out there jabbing. He's still yeah. trying to show that he got it. He's Con- he's at the all the Griselda dudes is better, better than dude. Then who? Well, not well, not what you call it. Uh, no, no, no. Ben, Benny, Benny and Conway or or, or better rappers. Yes, hey. better rapper, better rapper. Now again, no one is going to go and the no female is going to go up and say, "Yo, yo, can you put that Conway on." I hear you. I get John you. Gervais. John Gervais. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> you probably don't listen to Future, but all your favorite rappers do. All of them. They love that ignorant shit. And you know what? <laughs> when we walk into them parties, you know what them young ladies ask for? <laughs> that Future. <laughs> when you go to Atlanta, yeah, you, know what? you know what they ask for? Future. When you go to LA, you know what they ask for? Future. <laughs> you know what's you funny? I wonder. To what... New York City, they ask for Future. Oh, cool. I mean, no, he has a good He has good songs. You wonder if the the variety girl is like, I just wish she stopped rapping about Memphisine and (laughs) like, just like, you know, you're a father now for the 11th time. Like, maybe rap about that. By the way, he had one of the greatest (laughs) interviews of all time right now on GQ. Oh, is it the one where he says, uh, he wants to settle down and like and have the kids with the with a wife. have multiple kids because I've never had more than one kid with any woman. I was like, damn, that's a line. This thing is a that's legend. A but no, but he said it would be special. <laughs> like the other ones wasn't. <laughs> ah, this nigga is toxic. He's toxic, but I love it. I love it. You know how niggas wanted Lil Wayne to just stay home, lean.
so you can rap better. I like that nigga to make kids and don't father them. Because oh, <laughs> the, the music is good. <laughs> no, <laughs> no but he, he pays his child it. support. Yeah, and that's what he's going to do. But he flipped it on in the, in the interview and said, why I got to be toxic? How y'all know the women wasn't toxic? Because mm. it's like 13 joints, fam. Like at some point it's you. No, but listen, if they keep allowing him to, you know, do his stuff and make these kids. They know, yeah, they know what they want. They know what they want, man. Yeah. Shouts to Future. It's the same shit when we were talking, when, when there was a conversation about uh, Sierra and Russell Wilson and, and the guys were trying to tell my man, they're like, yo, you know, she grew, she grew out of that and wanted something more stable or whatever. Like, and that's absolutely the truth. It's like, Yo, at that one point in her life, absolutely she wanted to be with a nigga like Twist, uh, like uh, Future, not like with Russell Wilson. Absolutely. And then, like you, you grow past that. You, you want other things, different things. And she moved on. But like the reality is, it's not like she thought she was getting Russell Wilson when she went out with Future, right? Like he's as advertised. How toxic never can you be when you're never, as advertised and never hit it? Right. Never hit it. Like got it. That's what it is. Let my boy flourish. Hey. Greatest, greatest rapper alive. Like, yo, I don't want hear Like, yo, all he make you do is do drugs. Like, yo, he just tells you to go drink, do all these drugs. Hey, but the beats are fire. But the beats is fire. <laughs> melodic. Even melodic with it. He's Listen, I, I I like the I like the toxic crooning. I like the crooning. <laughs> toxic, toxic crooning is definitely toxic yeah, crooning is that nigga's genre for sure. <laughs> like if him Yo. and J Cole did a song together, it would be the most played song of the summer. Oh Check man! Now, but let me again. Let me tell you played. something. The craziest date of the off season tour was definitely the one in Miami because he brought out Drake first, and then he brought out Future. And everyone went nuts, man. And 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 Trey's right, man. Like your favorite rapper absolutely loves it, regardless. Loves, it. yeah. Kendrick one loves things. Future. Yep. <laughs> J Cole loves Future. Because they they don't have he. First of all, he's not even com- like trying to compete with niggas. He don't care. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care. He's just oh, like, in the same cool way. Niggas. In the same way, bringing back the analogy. In the same way, the steakhouse is not competing with the Mexican restaurant. It's just different shit, man. And and, gotta, and a, gotta love it. There's nothing that says that we have to want just one type of thing at all times. All we ask is that you be good at it, whatever it is. Coke so, rap, just so, be good at it. Toxic shit, be good at it. So, so he's like the he's like the goat toxic nigga. Yeah. Oh, oh, the goat of all the goat of the goatish Absolutely. nigga. That nigga, the toxic <laughs> crusader, nigga. Him, that, that's why him and the weekend are always uh, a match made in heaven, man. <laughs> my lovely mother came to visit me and my son for a few weeks, and I thought I knew my mom better than anyone. One day we were chatting, and I heard a story I'd never heard before. That got me wondering how many other stories don't I know? That's why I got my mom's story word. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones connect through sharing stories and memories and preserves them for years to come. 
Every week, StoryWorth emails your mom a thought-provoking question of your choice from a vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought of, like, what's some of the best advice your mother gave you? Or, if you were to do it all over, what would you do differently? Or my favorite, what have you changed your mind about over the years? I've really enjoyed reading my mom's answer to those questions. I've discovered stories and memories I've never heard about, and I've learned new things about stories I thought I really knew. Like, I found out that my mom put me up for adoption. I mean, she got me back, but she put me up for adoption. Anyway, after one year, StoryWorth compiles all of those questions and stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book the whole family can share for generations. You know, if I have a daughter, I'm going to pass it down to her. I mean, I can give it to my son as well. He loves his Mimi. Give all the moms in your life a meaningful gift you'll both cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, for a limited time, you'll save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash bomb. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash B-O-M-M to save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash bomb. Uh, really quick, I do want to I do want to quickly address this one. This was in the in the chat. I, I feel like we didn't even go in on it on the chat hard enough. But this girl, random girl, just tweets out piss kink. That's it. Just two words. Dude responds, that's strange, but do you? Again, an unsolicited response. He wasn't tagged. She wasn't talking about him. This dude just felt the need. To respond to that's strange, but do you? To which she responded with, ain't this you? Screenshot of him sliding into her DMs with a picture of him with his phone number attached, by the way, and a white gooey sus- substance all over his face. And the, the note is, nutted on my own face for you, sexy. And then followed by a 100 emoji. First of all, the 100 emoji sent me. And then how is that possible for the aim to be so accurate? I don't know. Like it's, My man turned like, himself into a toaster strudel for the show. He had to be yeah, he had to be at an at an incline, right? Like, you know, the incline press where you like your your feet are higher and your back is lower. Like that's the only way I could think of this, right? Bro. Because but it's no, just was like it, was Kawhi. it going up that's and just going no. <laughs> he'd have to have He'd have to have like the he'd have to have like rocket launchers fucking attached to that shit in order for it to get the trajectory that it needs to go high enough did, to then come back down on said face. It's this dude tweeted, Jesus, US Twitter is another dimension. Let me go back to my South African. I'm not emotionally or spiritually prepared for this. My man literally said, like, I can't deal with American Twitter because this is how y'all do. Yo, like. But uh, okay, let's just physics aside. What did he think was the appeal of that? Right? Like, <laughs> why would you think, yo, she's definitely going to want to holler at me now? <laughs> How many people has he done that for? Dog, it's his number on it, his phone number. She didn't even blot it out, by the way. She just let that shit rock. It's like, yo, this is clearly like a fishing 
uh, practice for him. This ain't like, yo, me and her hooked up. She's freaky. I'm freaky. We push our, each other's limits, right? This is like, hello. <laughs> I think you're I think you're kind of bad. Let me show you what yeah. I can do. Hey, Let me show you nigga, how bad that nigga over that nigga over offered, man. Over Yo, back in back in the back in the day, the over offer was a dick pick. That is nigga out here yeah. just, just over overly overly sharing his kink. Is this I mean that nigga's really walking around looking like motherfucking a toaster strudel, bro. I can die. Yo, here's the thing, even if it was just lotion. Right, even if it really wasn't his own nut or nut in general, God forbid it's someone else's nut. That's even crazier. <laughs> um, what are you? What is the thought process here? Back in my day, Biggie once rhymed, "You look so good, I suck on your daddy's dick," and instantly niggas were like, "Whoa!" But also, we understood, yo, Biggie's a funny guy. It's a funny guy, man. The guy cracks jokes that are inappropriate, right? Is that what this guy was doing? Like, was he trying to be funny? But his phone number's no. on it. No, like that was that was. No, it just it just it just kinky niggas out here, bro. And he just happens to be beyond kink. Like, but, if you looked somehow, kinky, if you looked in the kinky dictionary and you needed an image to describe kink, that nigga would be in there. Let me ask this question, guys. And I'm not trying to be like offensive or anything, but this is a serious question. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. If you had no choice, you had to pick one of two things. Either every time you nut, you're going to nut on your face a little bit, or... Every time you have sex with a girl, she going to pee on you. Which would you choose? You can't say neither. I'm going to say pee because pee is, because pee is squirt. I mean, I'll take the squirt. Squirt is pee for a thousand, like, Alex. I, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like that one's pretty easy, man. So, like, the idea that, like, he could have a kink that's that fucking advanced and out there. 
but somehow look at P and like, ew, that's weird. Like enough to say it out loud because you know I might I saw that shit. I was like, oh, that's kind of gross. But I don't need to be letting people know that I think it's gross, right? I could just move on with my life. Like, whoa, all right. Especially someone you try to holler at. Unsuccessfully, I I, I hope. By the way, is that working to 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 pose Jerv's question again? Does that work? Okay. He got real tears coming out of his eyes. <laughs> that nigga gave yeah. us hell of an options, though, nigga. That's crazy. I'm cool. Unbelievable. Like, don't that shit dry up? Like, it's a lot of shit going <laughs> on. Bro, bro, I don't even want, like, a little bit to touch my finger. Like, Dog, I don't. Cool. I, I, I detest. I detest. The, like, it's so disgusting to me. Like, that's girls, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm a germaphobe, bro. I don't even like being a Girls don't understand it. Girls are like, yo, don't you jerk off? I'm like, yeah, and it doesn't touch me. Like, it does not touch me. Hey, no, that's, sir. A sick, that's a sick, that's a sick cre- crevice. That shit get right here. I might die. <laughs> yo, I might die. Hand be, I feel like my hand would get stuck. Or something. It's going like, to look like some Elmer's glue. <laughs> Either I'm standing hey, up to make sure this shit ain't coming back this way, or I got a towel at the ready hovering. That's a, that's a sick catch. <laughs> it's like stealing the home run. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, sometimes gotcha. the catch you got to yeah, got to like hey, a Jared. wild pitch. <laughs> that shit make the door go. Call. Nigga sick, man. That nigga said I had a towel to catch it, bro. <laughs> like a this podcast, it. this podcast is off the rails, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, man. Let's move That's on. Sick, Let's though, move, man. Do my, my, my Brian Gumble. Let's move I- on. Listen, whoever it is listening to this pod, please don't DM me asking me for this picture because I would not have it on oh, deck. Yeah, yeah. I would not have it on deck. You got to find it. Just got to Google. Just yeah. got to search it. It's still up. I just checked. It's still up there. That's a wild search, too. Yeah. Yeah, you don't even want that in your search history. Like, That's crazy. Yo, if you type the wrong thing in, you might go down the wrong rabbit hole. <laughs> Twitter, Twitter's algorithm start thinking, oh, you must like this, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you oh, use, oh, use a kinky nigga. <laughs> you, you, we gonna raise your kink, all right? Man. Your kink I follow IQ. one porn. I follow one porn porn star, dog, right? Because I did um, uh, faded comedy L.A. and they they yeah. had a porn star as a as a as a guest. And every now and then, when I open my shit up, it's just sex scenes, and I'm like, <laughs> I gotta do this shit really quick, like a dangerous and, and, game, man. Some of these game. Some of these people I follow scenes. on Instagram. I'm like, oh, guys, come on, man. Like, uh, let's move on. Let's let's talk about let's talk about they call me magic. We watched the first two episodes. And I'm gonna just say this. If in an alternate universe this shit came out a month ago, two months ago, I'd be watching like, oh wow, that's cool. Oh shit, that's a cool story, whatever. But the way these niggas cried and bitched in unison about winning time. And it so was far so much to accuracy to it. Dog, through two episodes, I'm like, winning time hasn't even caught up. Through two episodes, it's already ahead of where winning time is through seven or eight. Dog, you can't, this can't be you. You can't say all these things and then present to us literally like this shit was so on point on everything the only thing that you might say wasn't or that which is the part we all knew like oh they they took jerry west and they exaggerated him 
Cool. But the nigga did admit that it was unbearable to lose. We're all shrugging if you're not watching this on YouTube. But we're all doing that. We're all doing the emoji of like, come on. Like, come on, man. What are they talking about? What was all that complaining about? I, th I think it was just flat. They, they uh, if, you, if you really want to be right, they, were salty. they were salty. They're salty. They, they when the time came out first. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, I mean, not even that. They they came out first. Like they took kind of the thunder. Yeah. And and now it's just like ah, oh, eh. I saw this on Winning Time already, and Winning Time's funny. And yep. if you want to be real, a person like me, Winning Time's giving me everything that I want, and you just PG thirteen the hell out of Magic Johnson's. The wildest times of Magic Johnson's life. Oh, let, let, let me tell you something. They PG-13, but low-key, I think Magic is worse about, like, the whole Magic cookie thing comes off worse in his doc than it did on Winning Time. On Winning Time, <laughs> it was like, baby, like, I'm I'm da-da-da, like, yo, like, you either with this or you're not, and that's it. On fucking the doc, it's like, he proposed to her twice, and twice, I was like, ah, I ain't ready, I ain't ready. Yo! And I thought I was thinking about, damn, cookie, how much shit has she been through? This nigga broke off engagements twice. Twice. Only, only for you to finally get him to get married, and then that nigga gets HIV. God damn, man! And she stayed with him through all that. Meanwhile, some of y'all breaking Love. up with niggas over over DMs. Come on now. <laughs> he didn't. He liked a, a picture on Instagram. Like, really? <laughs> He finds you someone to rouse for you. Like, like cookie. cookie. Hey, cookie, that's I mean, a good woman there. Love. Yeah. It'll make you do. The love. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking oh. music soul child. That shit. Cause I'm looking for I'm looking for my cookie. Yeah, that ride or die. Literally. <laughs> hey, no, what they say on Rough Riders. Ride or die, nigga. Doom. Doom doom doom. Yo, he's a sick nigga, though, because that nigga was making her go to the dorm and stay there. <laughs> Dog! She's like, why come I can't wait with the other girlfriends after the game? Like, nah, you just go back to the dorm. Like, and, he, and, he, and he chose up and had the girl sit next to his mom at the game. Bruh, why won't they? They didn't show us who she... I was hoping we got a pit. Cookie probably was like, yo, you show this motherfucker this in this documentary. Bad as fuck. Yo! I didn't, yeah, bad as like I kind of had a guess. I seen her; she's a very beautiful older woman. But like, in case you had it twisted, Cookie was bad. Oh my god! Also, she's got that weird thing that happens to black people. Some black people, as they get older, they get more light skin. Have y'all noticed that? Yeah. Like, Jerv, do you worry about that? That you gonna be like damn near white when you when you get older? Nah, that nigga, that nigga gonna look like Bill Plasky. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, this nigga gonna be sick, bro. Gary V Yo. over here. <laughs> Yo, quick question: uh, Am I the only one that watched this thing and said, "What the fuck is Snoop doing here?" Like, I get why he's there, oh, but man. it's like, why is he here? It was like, remember when uh, when the Justin Timberlake was in fucking Last Dance? It's the same shit. Yeah, we, we, we need a we need an over the hill music artist too to show everybody that we're cool. And Snoop over there, you know why I got this motherfucking trophy with the Lakers over the top? Because we we own that motherfucker. You know, the magic man. You know, uh, 
That nigga just be talking like, bro, Steve high as shit. Why they bring him up? Yeah. That motherfucker? No, it's just it's just to say they had Snoop in it. Just like Obama, Obama. Like I knew this in my heart without any confirmation, but like it was nice to get the confirmation. Like Obama, you know I'm a Chicago guy. I'm like okay, and a little bit later. I was Sixers. Sixers are my favorite team. I had a Dr. J. I'm like, yeah, you bandwagon ass nigga. I know you're from Hawaii, man. You're from Hawaii and Kansas and Kenya. There's no chance that he was like a Bulls fan pre-Michael Jordan, right? Like, I was like, zero. This nigga was rooting for Reggie Theus and goddamn Norman Van Leer or St- Stormin' Norman Van Leer. Hell no, man. Could you like, imagine yo, man, if Magic would have went to Chicago instead? Dog. Man, like, the whole everything. Probably, ca- first of all, think- Michael Jordan to fucking... No. Absolutely, absolutely. He's not. He's not a bull. Absolutely, he's Michael's a, he not goes a bull. to Portland then. Yeah, or something. But here's the other crazy thing. How about this? The Eastern Conference is Magic, Bird, and Isaiah and Dominique, all in the same conference at the same time. Bro, that's crazy. And Doctor J, and the and the the Bucks who were who were a great team too. Y'all, y'all knew that him and Zeke fell out over, over, over the fight. Like they fell out, fell out over the fight. I mean, I, I knew, I thought it was like a, a little blow, but I didn't realize like it was a complete fallout. For them. I thought it was, I thought it was the dream team shit because he felt. That's like, what I thought. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But apparently, I guess it started in '88, which mm. makes sense. It's like you just a little less cool, a little less cool, right? But. Again, like, man, uh, uh, one of the other things I don't like about this documentary is that it jumps around a lot, and it doesn't seem to jump around with, like, a tempo or a pace. It's just like, it's almost like these niggas be forgetting shit. Like, oh, shit, forgot to mention his dad played basketball, gave it up for... Bruh, I thought I was hating on the fucking documentary. They were talking about him and Isaiah Thomas's relationship, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, we're now talking about his dad growing. No, we were talking about something completely different. It was like the racial tension and all yeah. this. And I'm like, all right, is this, does, yeah. is this how we're going to? Does this in, in my mind? I'm like, all right, does this impact oh, him and Isaiah's around. relationship? Yeah, it, it's exactly what it means. Said it was like, oh shit, we forgot to do this. So let's 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 back this up and then then start it all over again. It's it's like it's it's one of two things. Either you have you do things in order, which you could have started with, because they did have, take a time like beyond the busing thing in episode two. In episode one, they have like this two or three minutes where they're talking about uh, like the racial tensions in America, or whatever. I'm like, why didn't y'all just start with all that shit? Like lay down the groundwork and say, and this is the environment that Magic Johnson grew up with, too, right? Okay, that's way one way to do it. Another way to do it is by exploring themes, like this theme. And then it's like from the 60s and 70s all the way up to like, but they're not doing that either. It's just literally like bouncing back and forth. And it just doesn't, have, doesn't feel very uh, organized, I'll say. Um, but it, I mean, I, I'm not, I, I don't want the listeners to think we're shitting on it. I, I would say definitely watch it. Definitely watch it. But it's like the combination, I guess, for me about how disorganized it felt plus these niggas are bitching so hard about winning time. And it's like, all you did is just to let me know that winning time was like 99% accuracy or damn near close. Like, like winning time. Keep doing your thing. Yeah, man. By the way, they starting to pick it up too. Um, the guy that worked on it, he lives like in New York or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to start picking it up where we're going to start seeing two seasons in right. one year. Because they got so much next- content. This next episode, Jerv, last week on Overflow, you said, oh, I think they get to the finals. No. 
This next episode is them playing Philly in the regular season, which is when the 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 Doctor oh. J dog happened. That wasn't in the finals. That was a regular season game. Like in hey, January, oh, so we're February. just there. Mm-hmm. We're midway through the season, bro. We're midway I, through I, season. I, I thought we're. The, oh, you mean through the Lakers through his through the Lakers season? Okay, yeah, yeah, we're midway yeah. through the Lakers uh, for through his rookie year. We're not. We're not at the finals yet. So. Uh, you know, I kind of feel like, yeah, man, I think this thing is going to be going for quite a while. So get used to it. Is it Jerry West want on a, a retraction? And a pod- Nigga, this ain't a newspaper. We talk about a retraction. What are you going to do? Pull the episode? Too late. We already seen it. Nobody cares, bro. Not not a soul cares. Uh, hey, you know what's crazy? I always laugh at Michael Cooper when he gets some sh- some screen time. Because even when he cusses, it's awkward. Oh, oh yeah, welcome yeah. He to, does cuss like someone welcome, who doesn't cuss, right? Welcome, welcome to the NBA, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it was he, like, cu- he cusses, he cusses like Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, come on. Unbe- unbearable voice. Yo, I thought winning time was exaggerating. I was like, oh, there's no way Coop was like that. And then I heard him talk. I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. like damn, they did a good job of, of, of uh, recapping Coop. Uh, they, I mean, they knocked it out the park with almost everybody. Rob Boone knocked it out the park with like his his persona and shit, like about the fight that him and Magic got on. Uh, Kareem, even Kareem, Kareem wrote this long thing on Substack about how like this isn't that, and like, but you know what's funny with all these dudes, what they all say? Well, I haven't watched it. Why would I watch something about my own life? I, I lived it already. I'm like, well, then, damn, you can't really criticize it. You could say. I ain't going to watch it because I already lived it. But you can't say, this is why it's bad and it's boring. and that. I'm like, but bro, you ain't watched it, though. Anyway. <laughs> my, my nigga Kareem, <laughs> he said, yo, y'all want without me? Ah, oh, don't even trip. I got some champagne Dog. and women and, and, waiting and, and for you. <laughs> like, I'm like, if anything, like, winning time was looking out for y'all people, man. Hey, he got up. He got up. Hey, he with the handkerchief on. That shit was ball. Hey, I was like, yo, that's I, not no, the militant no. dude. Yo, that's and not the same militant. Hat. And yeah, that nigga, yeah. Swag was, that nigga swag was completely different, nigga. After that, nigga, he's like, "All right, nigga. Oh, you a Muslim now? No more dope, gay." All right, let's get it to snowfall. Let's wrap this thing up with the snowfall. Season. Oh, nigga, I got notes. I got notes, yep. nigga. You got notes. I got notes, Go ahead. niggas. Take it, take it away, Trey. <sighs> Got in a finale. big argument, by the way, about this. About that, was a, this episode. that was a finale, by the way. That was finale. That's yeah, finale, yeah. Fuck, because it was really good. But um, we start off. Teddy calls Louie, lets him know, "You're my number one. You're my star." Franklin's walked away. He's out the game. He's breathing different. He's eating different. B, but there's only one catch. Where the fuck is my money? Money gone. I love how. When Teddy is saying the money, that nigga using slang. He using so much slang, and he probably picked it up from the black people, that the nigga sounded like he said 17, but he meant 73. So when the nigga was like, 17? Yeah. Like, no, 70. 70. Right? Yeah. Um, also, girl finds a tracker device in the, in the, uh, in the lamp. Um, Whose is it? Who do you think it is? I think it was D-A. Oh, it's D-A. It's D-A. D-A. Yeah, right. yeah. They rolled up D-A. on him, yeah. Um, Louis and Jerome are all in. Franklin finds out seventy-three million is all gone. Dog. Been uh, 
I would have lost it too. Not gonna lie. Hell yeah, seventy three million gone. Nigga, I will lose it now if a nigga just clean my shit up now. I would be like, you know, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna need a minute, okay? Um, Teddy is trying to donate Franklin's money to the CIA. Um, yo, that's, Ruben, yo, that's crazy. This sick, man put sick, all this work in back. for you, and you gonna you basically take all his bread and give it back but, to the CIA? But, mm. Okay, so it never so, was his money. So let me let me say this. True. Let me say this. Let me say this. Didn't any of y'all think that this? Should, well, I guess again, we have to always remember we we're we're thinking about this from 2022, and this thing is in 1985 and, and, and not, or whatever. Not 1985, 86. Right, but like it's the guy always like, dog. You trust the CIA with like to not mess with your money, like in very public accounts or whatever like come on man like you got to know better than that but then it's like oh maybe he didn't because he's the first one right yeah he's, <laughs> he's the over. he's the first nigga to really be like oh i'm bigger than i think nigga i got the cia on nigga i got the cia on my my, my team you know how he'd be acting like yeah. he was just god level um you know uh also gets caught wait 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 we are no ruben interrogates avi oh yeah um, Teddy goes and tries. Yeah, Avi's just out there just saying it, right? Because he think he's going to get away. Um, Parissa has been kidnapped. Um, Also gets caught by DEA. Louie not throwing away her opportunity away, which was fucking funny. It reminded me of, uh, uh, oh boy, from Power. You're going to mess up my opportunities. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So then uh, Franklin pulls a gun out on Louie, says, I'll kill you to get my money back, right? But Sean Littleface is there <laughs> to out, back pops up. Out. Pops out, <laughs> which he's now a soldier for Louie. Um, and then uh, Louie says, you know, um, if, if she sees Franklin again, she's going to kill, which now it's go time because now we've both drawn arms on each other. We've made threats. She spares him because that's Jerome's nephew. But like nephew, at the end nephew. of the day, you know, Jerome like fuck it. Do we know but, Jerome but saying fuck it? We don't. So, know okay, that yeah. Yet. So, so, so that, that's that's argu- that's argument. I, I got it, got it with my homegirl Yasmin. Right? She says, she says that Jerome is probably going to try and squash it because he knew that Franklin wasn't going to be cool with any of this. My answer was. Yeah, but I don't think he expected him to ever pull a gun on Louis and tell her, I'll kill you 10 times over this shit. Like, at that point, I think Jerome says, all right, I got to pick sides on this one. I'm going with my woman, right? Right? Like, uh, y- y'all think he's still, like... Uh, no, he definitely... I told y'all a few weeks ago, I think when it, I think whenever this plays out, he's going to choose his fam- his original family over his wife. I, I really because do. because she's gonna go overboard. She's gonna get yeah. so like power stricken. But at the moment, in this particular time, he's gonna go choose Louis. Um, and that's and that's and that's a good argument. I mean, I will say, yeah. um, Ruben kills Avi after he gets all the info. He said he had to kill him because he couldn't trust him. Um, then we have uh, Franklin finally drops his nuts and robs Louis and Jerome. Damn, he's bro. going all in and i love that shit because it was like the nigga that we've been waiting on to become like even when he started walking off without the cane i thought he was gonna become that nigga he didn't but now he 
nigga, he on, he going all in. And he got he got the super uh, <laughs> he got the tag team uh with him. That's so funny that yeah, he got them as protection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's going out here like 007, hit popping everything, stealing everything. And his mom comes through asking the tough questions. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Jay, man, listen, hey, t- told his mom straight up, yo, listen, it, it ain't your fault. But I what, you I what I am now is not your fault. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then he also says with his mom now that she like tips off that she's with the KGB and she's made some great yep. contacts that we gonna have to burn this whole motherfucker to the ground, mama. Yeah. So I have some questions for you guys. Right. Where the fuck is Peaches? What's the leverage? Oh, on, by the way, on, uh, you, you, you didn't say you didn't mention the other thing was about Kane. Oh, oh, sorry. Going to Kane, and Kane's, so, Kane's hospital. So he goes to Kane, and he lets him know that Louie did it, and that nigga eyes. Yeah. Like, oh man. Yeah, he was locked in. He's like, okay, I bet. So that nigga gonna be a threat. He's gonna be an ally, kind of similar to Power, where the nigga Tommy went to the Serbs. Uh, but this nigga gonna be in a wheelchair, just causing hell, just causing all these plays. But I'm interested to see. I was shocked that Leon didn't die or something crazy like that. But like he's given the now rights to the other nigga who's just reckless now. This nigga firing guns in the projects. You, you, you think Leon? I want to ask you think Leon gonna leave? You think? Dog, I feel, I, like, dog, I feel Leon, like the way he had him looking, Leon's gonna be like, I can't leave this. These are my people. I gotta, yeah. I gotta get them. I think, around, he I think he gonna get off. I think he gonna get off on the plane. Because because huh. Leon looked around when the nigga said, "So if you leave, I'm in charge, right?" He loved that <laughs> shit. Man, and that nigga, yeah. and and you see how the like shit is starting to like burn down and like yeah. he sees the demise of it, right? Which um, is funny because Le- Le- in a weird way, Leon's right. Mm-hmm. Leon's right. Leon's right. Or this is when it flips. They're changing the laws and all that shit. Like this is the time to get out. He's right. He's absolutely right. But like as he says that, like he also sees like yeah, this shit, this shit gonna be fucked if I don't stick around. Hmm. Nah, that's real. Um. So I guess Peaches has just disappeared. He's never gonna come back. Yeah, we're not gonna see Peaches again. They could have at least died. No, Could've... Peaches is gonna come back next season, and be weighing like ten pounds or whatever. Yeah, he got the hip, but, man. But but also be Franklin still loyalist to the end. Um, Parissa is leverage. Like, what is the KGB gonna do? Because does Teddy say fuck that bitch, or? Yeah. Yes. He like, <laughs> yeah, it's Teddy. She gonna she gonna find out like that he really don't love her or don't like her, and then to the game. Um, and Jerome and Louis think someone else robbed them. I don't think they've oh. logged in that Franklin. They, oh, they, they, no, they're gonna know. They have to know. No, they I think they know. That's why. That's why Franklin's mom, because Jerome would have. Jerome had to said something to her to make her to make her believe, or, or you think she was just asking on her own? She was just asking on her own. No, she was like, "Do you know something that you know that happened?" Right. But then he, you know what I mean? Because he's now like, "I got robbed," so he probably called her in a panic, but like not thinking like my own nephew would do that because yeah. I'm sure they haven't had Franklin, well, could, and, and Louis, Louis and well, Louis and Jerome haven't had that conversation yet. That exactly, nigga yeah, probably yeah. pulled out on her and all that shit. Pause. We're not pause, but <laughs> I thought he was all right. <laughs> I thought he was gonna ride out on Louis. I didn't really think he was about to rob. Um, I didn't think he was about to rob her. I thought he was about to like kill her. So, and I mean, he doesn't want her dead. He wants his money, bro. 
Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to. I mean, yeah, yeah, that was the original play, but she's basically told that man, if I see you again, I guess you're dead. So, I mean, kind of got to weigh your options well, there, right? It's a small well, town. I mean, it, robbing her is probably easier at this point than it is if you try to kill her later. Yeah, and he don't want that blood on he his knew, hands. He, he, he wants knew, Kane to do he, it. Well, not only that, but he also knew that, like, this argument just happened between me and her. So the whole thing is he approached the stash house and them niggas weren't like really on guard. He's like, hey guys, what's going on? And then then shot him. Like it was the element of surprise. If he waited maybe even like a day, the word yeah. be out, yo, this thing is not cool anymore. Yeah, they definitely would have had antennas like, hey nigga, da da da. And nobody's seen him either. So like he was able to do his stuff. You know what I'm saying? So he can still play the dumb route um until she has a conversation with, you know, Jerome. Yeah, man. So it's a great. I thought it was. It ended strong, like it definitely had some powerific moments in the middle of the season, but they definitely ended strong. And unlike Power, I think like this isn't something that's gonna get resolved like three episodes into season, the next season, right? It's like, you know what? What should we be fighting? Let's be friends again. Like I think, I think this is definitely a a shift in the uh, in the relationship. I was gonna say something else about. Snowfall, what was it? About them uh, changing the, what was it? The, the changing of the direct, or director or whatever it was. Was that it? Oh, no, no. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, was that you, Trey, that posted that? The, the, the main man's not... Um... Yeah, he's stepping down. He worked closely with uh, John Singleton before he passed, and then he wrote the latter episodes, and now he, they're going to tap in with Freeway Rick Ross. So... It could be mm. interesting last season. So again, season. I we ask this question every year. Let's ask it one more time. Is Franklin going to die or is he going to go to prison? I think he gets away with it all. I think he dies, bro. I think with them bringing in Freeway and them, them probably trying to make it full circle and have it be somewhat. Or he be in prison for a long time for the yeah, rest like, of his I, life and then he gets out as an old man. Yeah, I, like like freeway, right? Because that, that that that's how that's how his ends, I think. So I, I think it'll be similar to that. I like how you said that's how his ends. I think, nigga, he's not dead and he's not in jail. So yeah, that's how freeway is life ended. <laughs> that's how freeway story ended. He got out of jail, you know. <laughs> but it also would make sense if he did that because freeway since coming out has been like a, uh, like a positive guy, like talking to the youth and shit like that. And Franklin definitely has a demeanor of like someone. Yeah, who would... like like he served it, and then they can also yeah. make him a little older, or he get out. He like because he's still young. That nigga twenty four years old. So do the American Gangster joint with uh whatever uh Frank Lucas. Frank Lucas. He goes yeah. to jail, and then they do like the fast forward twenty five years, and he gets out, and it's all the, all today's music playing. He's like, what the fuck is they listening to? That shit must be such a trip, man. Like, if you think about a nigga got locked up in 2002 and coming out now, 20 years, right? Or 25 years, like, since Niggas got Uber. Niggas got all type of shit. Instagram, Facebook. Nigga, nigga gonna be, niggas that come home from jail be so, hey. like, blown from Instagram. They be blown from Instagram. They be, they active on Facebook, but they be so blown. Because they just look at it in a situation of, like, Nigga, what? Y'all niggas is criminals posting this shit on a, on a online? 
Niggas be so blown. Cause I be looking at my dad, old friends. If niggas come home, they nigga, I remember when you was uh the nigga 52 on Facebook going hard, still. But you see the old picture of the nigga buff, like now they like a little older, slim down. They just they, you know, dig out here doing the calisthenics and shit. Still. <laughs> <laughs> niggas is granddads, nigga. With, by the way, I want to plug my cousin's albums. Uh, Go ahead. My cousin, J- my cousin, my cousin JD from the Lynch Mob. Uh-huh. Um, if you guys remember Lynch Mob from back in the yeah. day, Ice Cube, he's home from prison. Um, so all stood, about the L E N C S. Y'all know the rest. Stood up like a real one. Came home last year. Just released the album on four twenty. Uh, please support that. It is called. Hold on one second. It is called JD's Revenge Volume One on all streaming platforms. And then my cousin, who y'all met in Chicago during the Chicago live show, Marquel yeah. Jordan, he dropped a jazz album called All We Have Are Moments. There you have it. That's going to do it for us here at Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. Uh, again, patreon.com slash count the things. You don't want to miss those overflow episodes that come out the day after this comes out. We're doing winning time. We're doing Atlanta. Uh, a lot of compare and contrast now that we've seen the beginning of this uh, Magic Johnson docu-series for Black Trey, for Big Jerb, Amino Hassan. Oh, be on the lookout for another playoff watch along. That might be coming too. Again, strictly for the Patreon. Stay black, motherfucker. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.